Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Rip and Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. We don't come around here no more. We don't come around here no more. Whatever you're looking for. This is a theme song for all of us who don't want these illegal aliens here in New York City and throughout New York State. We don't want them. Going to give you an update of where they want to put them in New Jersey, not just for dicks, which the Biden administration has signed off on to 16 miles from Trenton, but now the Atlantic City Airport. Yeah, you don't want to go anywhere. Because the web is expanding as we speak of all the places that they want to parachute in the illegal aliens under the cover of darkness. And you wake up one morning and poof, the magic dragon, they're there. But let's go to the epicenter of the battle, Staten Island. You have three factions. You have the lawyers who are in court, state court, federal court, trying to block the placement of migrant uh, centers. Not just uh, in uh, Staten Island, but in Brooklyn and Queens. They're working all in solidarity. And you have the political wing led by Borough President Vito Fisella, Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis, Joe Borelli, the councilman and others, who are now advocating once again for secession. Uh, this uh, occurred in 1992. I was in solidarity with then Borough President and former Congressman Guy Malinari, who fired the cannons at Fort Wadsworth in the direction of my beloved Brooklyn. I said, please don't hit Brooklyn. Half of Staten Island came from Brooklyn, and he acknowledged. But that was the beginning of the secession effort. Amazing number of signatures were gotten for that initiative and referendum that occurred in the election year which propelled Rudy Giuliani to victory by the barest of margins over David Dinkins, the mentor to Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who was destroying the city. Over 2,000 murders, 10,000 unsolved shootings, a complete disaster. But there was an attempt then for secession. Unfortunately, Mario Fachabruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I, um, said Ixnay were not even allowed on the floor of the State Assembly or the State Senate for a vote. And that's why, coming from Staten Island, which was Staten, Italy, the smallest of the five boroughs, we gave him a salute. Mario, ascendeme tu siu provinos facin. And you were. And your son has inherited the debt, Andrew Evilized Cuomo, King Cuomo II. But that gets us up to date. They're fighting for secession. I'm suggesting they go the whole nine yards, they run the table, and they fight for statehood to become the 51st state. Because if they can jump through the hoops and maybe Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb just decides it's not worth the headache of constantly having Staten Island as her Achilles heel, she decides to let my people go. To let my people go. 
Probably not as easy as I'm making it sound, but she could easily lead the effort to just say, good, let's get, let's get Staten Island out of here. Why should it be part of New York? You know, before the Constitution uh, was signed as the rock bed of our country, Vermont was a part of New York City. Are you aware that, uh, Justin, you know, where all the liberals and progressives flee to now? It was a part of New York. It seceded. It became its own state. And now Vermont has only about 585,000 people, slightly more than Staten Island. If Vermont could be a state led by the Altachacha Bernie Sanders, formerly from Brooklyn, why can't Staten Island? So I'm advocating that they go the whole nine yards. This way they'd have two U.S. senators, a congressperson. Uh, and then have their local uh, elected officials. By the way, the most balanced of boroughs, slightly more Republicans in elected positions than Democrats. And by the way, there are more Democrats who are registered to vote than Republicans, except there you have Reagan Democrats, you have Giuliani Democrats, who will easily change up if they find that the candidates put up by their own party, the Democratic Party, are not ready for prime time. That's why it's the most balanced of boroughs. So I say, as an act of solidarity to all my brothers and sisters in uh, Staten Island, to Kathy Crimewave Holcomb, to Carl Hasty, the crooked speaker in the Assembly, and Stuart Cousins in charge of the New York State uh, Senate, Veto-proof majorities, I might add. Let my people go. Let my people go. And then, if the Republicans run the table in the presidential election and we end up with a Republican president, a Republican majority leader in the Senate to replace the schmuck to putz Chuck E. Cheese Schumer, who's the majority leader now of the Democrats in the Senate, and we have McCarthy continuing on as Speaker and not Hockey Jeffries. They could conceivably become the 51st state. So that gives you the update. The flashpoint remains St. John Villa Academy at 261 Landis Avenue, right there in Grasmere in the shadow of the Verrazano Bridge. The Grandmother Brigade sits round the clock outside of the school where about anywhere, depending on counts, 22, 18, or 13 illegal aliens are. The big structural problem out at St. John's Villa Academy, because it hasn't been used in years, was pretty much vacated in 2018 in all-girls Catholic high school, about 400 students, 100 each grade level, is that all the sewage, when they would flush, and as you know, you flush the toilet, Lou, you're you're very familiar with this, uh, wrong way, Lou Rufino, takes about seven gallons of water for the flotsam and the jetsam to go down. The backyard is the holding pen of all the sewage. From there, it gets pumped into the sewer lines to take it out of that area. Except that pump is not working. So you got to back up a sewage now because these turlets are being used for the first time in years. There's an overflow. There was a stench hovering over uh, Grasmere in the location. I mean, it was like somebody let off a stink bomb. And they've been working furiously to try to free the lines. You know, very similar when Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, bought 
from the corrupt Pakistani government who owned the Roosevelt Hotel. It was on the verge of taking a demolition ball to it. They couldn't do anything with it. It had been in lockdown since uh, the pandemic. Uh, he gave them $275 million, uh, one of the most corrupt countries in the world, to be able to use a 1,000 rooms in that hotel for three years. And the Pakistanis, and they were so ha- happy that they could make all that money in cash, they left industrial plunges in every room because the turlets didn't work. And on the first days that the illegals came into the Roosevelt Hotel, those turlets were overflowing. See, they never look at Plumbing. You got to deal with plumbing. Plumbers know no job gets done in the tri-state areas unless the plumbers come in. They can stop a job. They have to be on the job. They are the premier skilled labor because no plumbing, no job. You can't operate without plumbing. So that gives you an update. I want all of you to continue in your vigil, the grandmother vigil, around the clock, because this is where... There's a checkmate. The community has put the city of New York in checkmate. There will be a court hearing in Staten Island, but first, the mother of all rallies. I'll be there, 6 p.m. Tuesday night. Rain, snow, sleet, or shine. 6 p.m. at St. John Villa Academy at 261 Landis Avenue. you got to show up. Because the very next day, Wednesday afternoon, there's a court hearing to determine the final outcome of whether the illegal aliens will be let back in or whether the city has to find a new location for them. We're all assembling at 1.30 in the afternoon at 27 Central Avenue on the 6th. That's Wednesday outside of Staten Island Borough Hall. That's where we meet, and I think it'll be adjudicated at about 2.30. I'm running out of here as soon as I finish the rip and read. I'm taking the train down to the uh, ferry, and I'll be uh, down there as the court proceedings occur. So remember, this Tuesday night, outside of St. John's Villa, I want the mother of all rallies as leader of the rebels, 261 Landis Avenue. And then know that we are going to use rebel means. They are not moving in illegal aliens into that island shore senior citizen home that they cleared out of 200 senior citizens, including the last, a 95-year-old widow whose husband was a veteran of World War II, the greatest generation. What a disgraciata, what a shanda. They've been working feverishly around the clock, even bringing in the Serta Perfect sleeper mattresses. Can you imagine? The illegals get Serta Perfect sleeper mattresses. You know what our homeless people get, American homeless, mostly African American? They get Ugats. They get recycled, reused mattresses that probably have bed bugs in them. What an outrage. And we're going to use peaceful means. But as leader of the rebels, I can tell you this. There are a number of individuals there who will be using their dump trucks, their front loaders, their bulldozers, their cranes, their backhoe loaders, flatbeds with crushed cars ready to go through the shredder, private sanitation trucks, and we're going to block a lot of the venues. Uh, The Outer Bridge Crossing, the Gothels Bridge, the Bayonne Bridge, and, of course, the Big Daddy itself, the Verrazano Bridge. And then we are going to circle. We will circle the Island Shore Senior Citizen Home to make sure no illegal aliens are housed there. 
Rebel tactics. Up the rebels. It's all nonviolent civil disobedience. Staten Island leads. The other boroughs and surrounding areas are following. We will not surrender. We will not retreat. We will not buck. We will not bow to uh, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, and President Joe Biden. This is the Riffin' Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Gloria Estefan and the Miami Sound Machine. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the exodus out of New York State, New York City, New Jersey, Eastern Pennsylvania, and Connecticut continues. Not only is a trillion dollars in equity and value left from New York alone and settled down in Florida, but can you imagine with two hurricanes back-to-back, belly-to-belly, you would have thought the people would have been stymied, might have decided to do a pivot and shift. First, it was the hurricane months ago that smashed in to um, uh, Fort Myers, that whole area there. And they're still recovering from that. That's southwest Florida off the Gulf of Mexico. This uh, hurricane, uh, what was the name of it, Justin? Uh, hurricane Arthur Idala, because he's like a hurricane, causing uh, all kinds of agitated people. So Hurricane Arthur Idala. When smashing in uh, right through the northern area of Florida, right into Georgia and South Carolina. These are areas where folks from our neck of the woods, the tri-state area, are fleeing in record numbers. Not just Florida, but Georgia and South Carolina. In fact, you go north of Orlando, you might as well be in southern Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Uh, wrong way, uh, Lou Rufino. You still talk about Herschel Walker. Oh, yeah, Herschel Walker, Bulldog. I know, I know. It's supposed to chop, chop, support uh, Florida State Seminoles and Florida, right? Nope. Still a Herschel Walker fans. Very Southern, very Southern. Not at all like it is south of Orlando. But even with everything that's gone awry with... Uh, skyrocketing auto insurance rates that were already, I mean, just hitting record rates in Florida. Flood insurance, if you could get it, if you could get it, increasing dependent on your zip code. Just to give you an idea, those of you who are interested in Jupiter and Palm Beach County, all along that coast there, if you could get flood insurance, the premium increased 342%. And actually, property insurance markets just skyrocketing, and has not lessened the desire of people to go there. There was nobody who sat at their kitchen tables yesterday after the hurricane smashed its way through and said, you know, some, you know, some Justin, I want to rethink settling down in Florida or Georgia or South Carolina, particularly in the eastern coast. Not one. And the most endearing quality of Florida is we've seen Governor DeSantis not once but twice Talk about if you loot, we're going to shoot. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I've told all of our personnel at the state level, you know, you, you protect people's property, and, and we are not going to tolerate any looting in the aftermath of a natural disaster. I mean, it's just ridiculous that you would try to do something like that on the heels of an almost Category 4 hurricane hitting this community. I'd also just remind Shotgun. potential Shotgun. looters that people, you never know what you're walking into. People have a right to defend their property. Uh, this part of Florida, you got a lot of advocates and some proponents of the Second Amendment. And I've seen signs in different people's yards in the past after these disasters. And I would say it's probably here. You loot, we shoot. You never know what's behind that door. If you go break into somebody's house and you're trying to loot, uh, these are people that are going to be able to defend themselves and their families. So, so I would not do it. That's music. That's music to my ears. Can I hear another one of those shotgun blasts right here? Double odd. Yeah. Oh, great. Now that's the governor speaking. You imagine here, Kathy crying wave Holcomb. Oh, don't hurt us. Give them whatever they want. Please don't rape me. Please don't stab me. Please don't shoot me. Please, please take whatever you want. Take my hood. Take my manhood. Just let me live. What a total difference. But it doesn't just stop at the governor. You see, in Florida, every county has an elected sheriff, and they got to go out there and appeal to not just those that were born and raised in Florida, of which there are a few. It's very difficult to find real gators. A lot of transplants, not just from the East Coast, not just from New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, but a lot from the Midwest. You go near Tampa, St. Petersburg, which got hit down there, Clearwater. I mean, folks wearing sweaters in the winter, you know they're from the Midwest. Everybody goes to Florida, even people from California. Remember Gruesome Newsome, the uh, governor in California, saying, oh, no, no, I'm encouraging people to leave Florida who originally were in California and come back. Not one taker. Because the average everyday sheriffs, they have a message for all criminals, whether it's a national emergency or just a normal day. And I want to say, uh, as to the person, we don't know what homeowner, which homeowner shot at him. Um, I guess they think that they did something wrong, which they did not. If somebody's breaking in your house, you're more than welcome to shoot them in Santa Rosa County. We prefer that you do, actually. Oh, Santa Rosa County. This is, this is better than sex. Imagine, you break into somebody's house and the sheriff is actually encouraging you to blow them into the hereafter and maybe just say, make my day. Now, with a caveat, because the sheriff understands that not everybody, especially those of you who are from up here, uh, the snowbirds, the snowflakes, whatever, didn't grow up with guns, you're not Annie Oakley, uh, you know, you, you didn't take NRA, uh, what is that, uh, Captain Eagle classes or whatever the hell they call that. You just, it's like a Pandora's box. You grow up in the, the north in a lot of the urban areas. Ooh, ooh, you're afraid of guns. You don't know how to use a gun. So now you're in Florida where everybody has guns. 
This is what they, t- well, this is what the sheriff tells you. Whoever that was, you're not in trouble. Come see us. We have a gun safety class we put on every other Saturday. And if you take that, you'll shoot a lot better and hopefully you'll save the taxpayers money. I mean, what could you, and you see down there, I've been down there. I've got, I've got guardian angels down there in Tampa, St. Pete. I got them in Orlando. I got them down in Dade County. When they run for office, they are very honest with the people. They say, we'll never have enough deputy sheriffs to cover all this area. We'll never be able to respond to the 911 call. Sometimes it'll take 20 minutes, a half hour, especially now they have all these uh, uh, subdivisions, uh, subdevelopments all over the place. takes a while. They want you to deal with it. Like, for instance, in Polk County, Florida, I would tell them if you value your life, you probably shouldn't do that in Polk County because the people of Polk County like guns. They have guns. I encourage them to own guns. And they're going to be in their homes tonight with their guns loaded. And if you try to break into their homes to steal, to set fires, I'm highly recommending they blow you back out of the house with their guns. So leave the community alone. Oh, God. That's like... That's like paradise. That's like nirvana. I can only tell you, having gone on wellness checks with the guardian angels down there, sometimes the senior citizens, no one's been able to contact them for a while. They'll ask our guardian angels, do a wellness check. It's in tough neighborhoods, some really tough. I'll never forget in Orlando, Orange Blossom Trail. Eh, Rough. A lot of crackheads in that area, a lot of dope houses. And I remember knocking on the doors. And people would immediately on the other side of the door, inside the house, you would hear uh, as they click the gun and they come to the door. Now, they're ready to shoot you. And I'd have to say, oh, oh, guardian angels, you that guy from New York? You that guy I see on TV? And then all of a sudden they holster their gun. Ha! He's like, they're in their 70s and 80s. They're like Mitch McConnell, you know, lights almost out, right? They're like uh, Diane Feinstein. They're like Joe Biden, you know, like one step uh, into dementia, Alzheimer's, but they all have a gun to protect themselves. Bad people do, and good people do. I probably have had more gunfire fired in my direction while leading patrols in Florida than any other state in the nation, and sometimes by good people who uh, just had a trigger figure. I don't take umbrage to that. I understand. It gets pretty tough out there. And then I love the advice given. Uh, the sheriffs will come on television every day as part of the news, and they will advise certain bad hombres, certain uh, degenerates, uh, certain uh, scales and mutts to turn themselves in or else. And I want to say, uh, as to the person, we don't know what homeowner, which homeowner shot at him. Um, I guess they think that they did something wrong, which they did not. If somebody's breaking in your house, you're more than welcome to shoot them in Santa Rosa County. We prefer that you do, actually. Uh, where the hell is Justin? I worked so hard, and my God, I gotta say a simple thing. You know, line things up, knock them out. It's like bowling, right? Go for a strike, go for a spare, and actually, Justin is nowhere here. You know, sometimes I think uh, people actually are out to sabotage my efforts here after working so hard. No, I'm leading. 
bogarting my opening there, Justin Ellick departing at a very important time here where I had the money cut from Florida sheriffs. But what the hell? What the hell? This is just one of the most important programs here on WABC. You know, morning drive ride. Sid sets it up 6 to 10, then Rip and Reed 12 to 1, and then the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion with John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby, right? 5 to 6. Not on our mind. But let's move on, since nobody seems to be interested in getting it right, except for yours truly on behalf of all of our listeners. Now, let me take you up to Western New York, where a lot of people have vacated and have moved to Florida a long time ago. Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, Texas, Tennessee. It's that whole area around Erie County. It's where Governor Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb is from, where she's actually said, I can see Ontario from my kitchen window. And she can. Not far, right across uh, uh, Lake Erie, uh, is Ontario. And this um, organization, this nonprofit called Doc Go, which Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, gave a no-bid contract, $432 million. They never did this kind of work before, never moved migrants, never set up tents, never uh, uh, developed a, a plan to house them, feed them, wash them, clothe them, deal with the basic amenities. So friends of Eric Adams, because he was at their annual convention getting wine-dined in pocket line, because with Eric Adams, it's all about the money. So the uh, Erie County uh, executive, Democrat, welcomed the illegal aliens in because he gets a piece of the action. The city pays for all of this. We, the suckers here in New York City, taxpayers, we pay for it, even when they pound the hound, even when they put them on buses up to Erie County. And he was happy to accept way more than his fair share because he was getting a cut of the action. And so they settled him into a series of no-tell motels, super eights in Cheektowagas. Anybody ever been up there, Cheektowaga, a lot of Polish people, Tonawanda, a lot of Polish people, Amherst, on your way to Niagara Falls. So now all of a sudden, because they've discovered that these illegal aliens have not been vetted, that DACO has not hired the appropriate security because they're pocketing all the money. It turns out that a lot of these illegal aliens have been damaging property. They broke windows. They've had water leaks from incorrect use of in-room sprinklers. They violated fire safety codes. They're out in the hallways. They're smoking weed. They're drinking cerveza. And so now they've gone to the county and these hotel, motels, Super 8s that were making money hand over fist, their owners protected by LLCs, they're seeking eviction. They want to kick them all out and send them back to New York City. Hey, great job, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. And DACO, a corrupt nonprofit that's kicking back. You say contracts, no big contracts. I say kickbacks to friends of Eric Adams. And not only that, but four of these illegal aliens in Erie County have been arrested, two for rape, two for other serious charges. And now this um, Democrat county executive who wanted as many illegal aliens as we can send them, he doesn't just want to send them back. He wants these four deported. He's actually contacting ICE, the Migre, Immigration and Naturalization Service, to have them deported. 
And remember what Andrew even likes Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I said years ago he called ice thugs. He didn't call MS-13 thugs. He called ice thugs. Wow. It's gone full circle. Erie County would say to Eric Adams, you're my brother in solidarity. Send us as many illegal aliens as possible because we get kickbacks here. Said it ain't worth the kickbacks. They're raping they're robbing, they're vandalizing, they're destroying the very motels we're putting them in. We're moving to evict them, sending them back to you. And four of them who have committed the most violent crimes, we don't just want prosecuted here in Erie County. We then are turning them over to ICE. We want them deported. Talking about this is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Well, guess what? You know, uh, Governor Half in the Bag always smashed Murphy. Really doesn't care about you folks in New Jersey. Nah, nah, that's why you should have elected Citarelli. But he'll come, he'll come back. Now that uh, Murphy is term limited and probably retired to his $38 million villa in Italy where he spends half his time as governor, not in Trenton. There have been two openings provided by the Biden administration, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, to put illegal aliens on buses and send them to New Jersey, and he has not responded to either. Not. First, it was Fort Dix last week. Fort Dix, which is uh, part military training complex for, like, National Guard and other reservists. No longer the Army base that it used to be. And part of it is a federal prison, uh, a prison, mostly white collar criminals, crooked politicians. Uh, Cianci from uh, Providence, the mayor there, did time. They went back, became a talk show hold, buddy Cianci. Then it was Joe Gannon, the crooked mayor in Bridgeport. He did seven years. And guess what? He went back to Bridgeport, Fairfield County, and they elected him to another four year hitch. Oh, God. What well, homie said, Alba. And then, of course, the first hip hop mayor, Kwame Kirkpatrick. Many years ago in Detroit, who ended up getting pardoned by Donald Trump. I think he got like 25 years, all kinds of corruption. Well, now uh, Joe Biden has offered the use of the Atlantic City Airport. Now, I know a lot of people, they fly into Philadelphia, and then they bus over to Atlantic City. They pound the hound there. But for years, the whales would fly in, the private jets would come into the Atlantic City Airport. In fact, I think John Katsimatidis, our owner-operator, great talk show host in his own right, actually had the route, the initial route into Atlantic City when Atlantic City was just opening up for casino gambling. And a lot of people just wanted to fly into that uh, smaller airport. And they did. Well, now, guess what? Uh, Joe Biden has said to Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, uh, if you want to, you can use that airport to house illegal aliens. And the response from half in the bag smashed, as he always is, Governor Murphy, is no no comment. Folks in New Jersey, you better wake up. 
Because <laughs> Eric Adams is going to use the path of least resistance. They're resisting in Staten Island. They're resisting in Queens and Brooklyn. But if you don't resist in New Jersey, guess what? He will decide, hey, Biden says it's okay. I'm the Biden of Brooklyn. So New Jersey, here are my tired, my poor, my illegal aliens. You figure out what to do with them.